Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets heart and soul. We chat soulful or spirit-led mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. Today we're having a Q&A, a question and answer session, because I received so many questions after last week's episode with Barry. Selby, the relationship attraction expert, affectionately known as the love doctor. On this episode, we will dive into some questions around what is the divine masculine? How, in fact, do we attract? If we could just know one thing, as well as how are the online apps truly affecting it? And much, much more. Stay tuned for this episode. Welcome to the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets your heart and soul. I'm your host, Brooke Sidney. I'm an abundance accelerator, mind soulful mentor, and an inner voice and soul story coach. This show dives deep into soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. It will help you manifest more inner and outer abundance in the form of greater self-love, hearing your inner voice, as well as more presence, freedom, ease, and greater self-confidence in you being you. So if you're looking to learn more about the high vibe tools of mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation to love the life you are presently living, you are tuned into the right show. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets heart and soul. We're talking soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. On today's episode, I'm actually doing another Q&A or question and answers regarding a lot of the questions that I've received since last week's episode with Barry Selby, the relationship attraction expert, affectionately known as a love doctor on how to attract or manifest a healthy romantic relationship. The questions have poured in. And so I figured if my clients, as well as other people through Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, have questions and we're excited for this episode, I wanted to share some of the answers so that everyone can benefit from them. So we're just going to jump right into the questions. So one of the first questions is, was really to talk a little bit more about online dating and the apps and how that is truly affecting finding a healthy romantic relationship. And all I know is that from what Barry and I discussed, as well as you know, personal experience and having friends and family members involved in online dating, is that we have found that it doesn't necessarily encourage a person to start doing that inner work to clear up any bad relationship patterns, um, any sort of things that are preventing them, any sort of resistance, obstacles, or challenges that are honestly from within that's preventing them from you know, getting that healthy romantic relationship that they're seeking because in the world that we live in right now, it's so easy to just choose another online dating app or simply swipe right, you know, again, swiping right to choose someone else. So if the person that you're not in a relation or the person that you're in a relationship with isn't meeting every single need and rather than work on, you know, conscious communication, working on being more vulnerable, either doing your own inner work, 
um, I think Barry would agree, we're finding that more and more people are instead just choosing to swipe right um, and to pick another person. But all that does in the long run is actually um, delay having that healthy romantic relationship that you know we say that we're seeking um, because we want you know, the instant gratification of having a partner um, that suits our particular needs and may not want to do the work to kind of get us there, if that makes sense. Because this new world with online dating, especially now with the apps, it's making it super, super easy for us to say it is something wrong with that person, something wrong with the person I selected, and not necessarily anything that we could work on for ourselves. Because hint, hint, if we keep selecting the same type of partner, the only common um, denominator is ourselves. The next question really came up around this divine masculine. And I'm almost gonna, I almost feel like kind of punting this question back to Barry because he is um, so knowledgeable about the divine feminine and the divine masculine. But I think the biggest thing to kind of know is that when, I feel like for one, when we see it and hear it and experience it, for one as women, we will know it. Um, I personally don't think that the divine masculine, I mean, I think Barry would agree, is prevalent in today's culture. Um, I think machismo, which is what Barry brought up, and um, being macho is more prevalent. And I think that we as women and even as men have grown up in a culture where masculine is equated to, to being macho, right? To being like a fighter or to being like bravado, all of those things. And the softer side of the, of the masculine nature, you know, being protective though, being honoring, also being vulnerable, being expressive, being assertive um, without being, you know, confrontational. Um, those are all characteristics that operate in both the, the divinity of that nature, right? And I think we're looking at the highest state of masculinity, not the lower state of masculinity, which I think that you will see more things that are prevalent, like the machismo, being super macho. Um, I think a lot of what we see in today's culture and what has been shown to us um, throughout time about the divine masculine. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, and we and um, I think that it comes up more um, to, I feel like um, women of the Christian faith. Um, I think in that in that belief system, which I subscribe to, is the whole idea of the man as the ruler of the home, the man um, like kind of the head of household. And I think in the divine masculine, it's slightly different than that. Um, and I think the best way that I can explain it is if we think about the difference between rulership and leadership. Rulership, you're ruling over, right? You're ruling from above. It's almost, it, you know, it doesn't have to be a dictator, but it can be. 
versus a leader can be one of many. Uh, leadership can be complementarian. Leadership can be, you don't have to be a ruler overall to be leading both in a sphere, um, leading in your thoughts, leading in um, initiatives without being ruled or being ruled over. And so I particularly um, have found the distinction between rulership and leadership as a good way to, I think, look at some of the, maybe the old language around um, the male and female um, roles in the household um, and how they may or may not have evolved. I don't know. I think a lot of this, again, has to do with First of all, aligning with spirit, seeing what God's spirit is telling you to do in terms of your household, in terms of the partner that you're desiring. And then, of course, finding a partner that or, you know, having God or hire, you know, whatever spirit select that partner, however you look at it, having that line up for you and then being in a place where both of you can discuss it can make agreements and can truly work on developing that relationship that both of you are seeing as the vision for, for your relationship, not just one person. I think that would go a long way, even especially as we're thinking about the whole head of household, all of that. Just have two people that can communicate well, um, that seek spirit first, and um, are on the same page in terms of their relationship, in terms of roles, if they think that those are necessary and defining them, just getting on the same place with themselves as well as spirit. So the next question that we have is, can we attract our parents? Again, the best person to consult for a more in-depth work around attracting our parents. And that of course is Barry Selby or another love coach. But I will tell you from personal experiences, from working with clients as well as friends, that we do attract things that are not healed. So if we have a dysfunctional relationship with either parent, we might find that dysfunction showing up into parent, I'm sorry, into mates that are very similar to our parents that we have the unhealed trauma with. The sooner that we're able to recognize that that trauma exists, begin to work on it and heal that trauma, I believe, and I have seen it to be the case that we attract better partners. So back to the whole dating app thing, if we continue to attract partners that are not in our highest interest, that are not working out, we might wanna begin to do some of the inner work and maybe that inner work can start around things that are triggering you as well as things that happened in your relationship with one of your parents Women look especially at men, at the fathers, and for the guys that are listening, look at the relationship that you had with your mothers. Although I must say that there are unhealed mother wounds that women carry that also affect our relationships. Our parental relationships, those formative years, especially from zero to seven, create such an impact on us as, a, as um, consciously developing beings. Like from zero to seven, our whole like, we don't have a filter. So our subconscious and conscious ways of thinking and being are patterned. And if anything happened to us that was traumatic, whether that's neglect, abuse, um, there's several forms of trauma. If those things occurred, between zero to seven, zero to nine, some people argue, um, especially when we didn't have a choice in the matter as children, they can and will affect 
our relationships as well as the rest of our lives. So again, if you are attracting partners that are not healthy, that are toxic, if you're seeing patterns in your relationships, I advise you to get help from a coach and from a therapist. So you can get um, it under control so that you can have better relationships, but more importantly, so that you can heal. So another question that I got from a sis is, should I be on a dating app? Like, isn't God going to find my partner for me? I personally think that this is um, a question to ask of yourself and of spirit. I think it is ultimately a personal decision. It's ultimately a spiritual decision. There are definitely reasons to stay off of the apps. There's definitely reasons to um, trust and believe that what spirit or God has for you um, cannot escape you, right? Um, it's not going to pass you by because you weren't on Tinder or Bumble or Match. So there's that. But there's definitely another school of thought that, um, you know, you will be protected wherever you are. Um, you know, God works in mysterious ways and obviously, um, technology is one of them, right? And the fact that you are hearing my voice right now is through the beauty of technology. And so again, I think the ultimate answer is a spiritual one. It's for you to go to in prayer and meditation and find out exactly what works for you and what feels comfortable for you and um, how you want to approach this dating season. And the last question for today is really on if, if you could know one thing, how should you go about attracting that healthy romantic relationship? And I think that from our conversation um, that Barry and I had in the last episode, again, go back and listen to that episode. It was great. It was juicy. Um, one of the things that I think both of us emphasized was the importance of having clarity. Um, get very clear, first of all, about who you are, who you are, what you want in a relationship, as well as what you need, because sometimes spirit will give you what you need, as well as the type of relationship that you're seeking. Um, I think it's, it's been very interesting. I know even on my own dating journey, I've actually run, run across partners that were looking for something at certain points in time that I wasn't looking for. Maybe they wanted a long-term relationship and I wasn't ready for a long-term relationship or vice versa. They wanted something casual and now I was in a place of wanting something that was long-term. I think it's very important for both people um, to be very clear about what it is they desire, what it is they're seeking, especially in this season of their life. And it's not, um, it's not for us to judge what somebody else is seeking. And so I just think it's most important for us to be very clear about who we are and what we want and what we are seeking, um, and then create the right mindset, um, beliefs, and boundaries around those things. And that will help us to be on the right road to attracting that healthy romantic relationship. So although your girl is not necessarily a love expert, I do, I am an expert in things not to, <laughs> things not to do, and as well as how we can use soulful mindfulness mindset and manifestation tools to really help us get on the right track. 
to manifesting that love relationship that we are seeking. Um, I would love for you to like, love, and share this episode. Um, please subscribe, give five-star review, um, and make sure that you are you know, spending some time getting to know yourself. And if you need help, definitely. Um, there are so many ways to get in touch with me. If you're looking to actually get in touch with Barry, you want more love doctor help, um, I will also include his information in these show notes. But again, if you're looking for self-love and inner and, abound, inner and outer abundance guidance, I'd love for you to apply to work with me. Again, my information is also in the show notes. But until next time, I am sending you peace and love and light and encouraging you to love yourself as well as the life you are presently living. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. I'd love to continue the Mind Soulful Flow. Please connect with me at my website at brooksitney.com or everywhere around the web, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TheBrooksitney. And for my lady listeners who need a little self-love and self-care time, as well as luxury, pampering, and yoga and meditation, I invite you to join me at the Mind Soulful Self-Love Yoga and Meditation Retreat, which will be held in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico on October 11th through the 14th, 2019. Visit brooksitney.com for more information. And of course, for those of you who know you want more inner and outer abundance, apply to work with me. That information is available on my website. Until the next episode, cheers to loving yourself more and the life you are presently living.